struggling with debt, bills, loans, credit cards, need a way out? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters. This is Coogan Cassius for Eiffel TV in association with MTK Global. I can't even explain it's where we are. the first one back. We've taken you outdoors. It's a, it's a mon, it's Monday, Monday night. It is Somewhere Monday in night. West London. You've got the, the estates lurking in the background. It's all got a bit of an urban feel tonight. It's the first time I'm seeing Coogan live and in the flesh. It's not a Zoom call again. We avoided the Zoom yeah, call He this got time. his passport out. He came down to London, you know. And he had the Essex to London passport. It's a very special one. Got the stamp, you know. And uh, we are uh, two metres apart at this time as well, I would add. Right. You know, in Germany, you're around 1.5 metres. I would add to that as well. Oh, we should have fucking done it there then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fly there tomorrow. So. Um, do you know what? It takes me the same amount of time to get from my house to here than it does for getting on a train to Manchester from Houston. <laughs> That's the truth. It is. That's exactly the same time. That's what I always, I always say to Eddie. I say, Eddie, you're, you're Essex and we're London. Right. So that's one way to buy like things up. A new world. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's just London. Um, I do right. like Essex though. Good night out in Essex. Absolutely. Good night yeah. out. I'll echo those thoughts. Fifth Avenue, yes, still about no, that's a long time ago now. Fifth, Fifth Avenue, yeah, Fifth Avenue in Ilford. It's in Ilford. Growing up at Fifth Avenue, that was a that was a good crack on a Saturday night. Yeah. Late late eighties, early nineties. Late eighties. <laughs> Favour pounds? No, mid nineties. Mid nineties. Ninety four, ninety five. Well, and it was Faces after. I think it was Faces. Faces. I think, faces. It, was, I think it was. No, no, that's a different one. It was Country Club Essex. Yeah. Sunday night. Epping. Epping. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I could see you in Epping actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's the London Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with talking about um, this weekend. Yeah. A lot of boxing on actually this weekend as well, yeah. but we'll talk about um, your show. Yeah. Um, finally, because I think the last time I saw you, it we was were well, no, you were you were saying should I book the ticket yes. for Riga? Yes, correct. Yeah, and it was that was yeah that is you know in a way it feels like yesterday in a way it feels like five years ago. It's a very odd feeling still, but it's on. You know, we're the first out of blocks with a transatlantic blockbuster, and that is I mean you know. Often, you know, you have to discuss who was first, but I mean, we are the first to come out with, um, you know, the, the the two number one and the number two of the division from the opposite sides of the big pond. All sorts to get uh, the final on. Obviously, we couldn't change, you know, dance partners. It was uh, Breedy's daughter cost the f number one against the number two in the division, and um, you know, we had a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot, lot of moving targets, visas, corona tests, changes in the legislation. So, um, I mean, the WBSS team, especially uh, CEO Andreas Benz, he did a, they did a fantastic job in the organisational part of this. And, you know, on the sporting side, we're just excited to see it, you know. Um, it's uh, it's going to be... I mean, they're both forward fighters, aren't they? You know, and um, one against two. We've done it before this season with Vinui Donaire. Feels like a while ago now. 
But I uh, watched that a few times in lockdown, and then, uh, of course, Josh Taylor reaches progress, you know. And Josh is out this weekend as well. Good luck to him. You know, that's uh, also uh, a very important fight before the, before his big one, you know, in, in December. So, yeah, there's exciting stuff, exciting stuff. So talk to me about how it ended up where it's taken place. Um... How did it? Well, look. I mean, <laughs> go back a bit. Yeah, we. I mean, we go back to to Riga. Obviously, we got pulled. We were one of the last, probably the last big show to get pulled to that short notice. It was a week before. You know, I remember it was there was Olympic. Uh, was it tryouts or trials in 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 London the weekend before? Where a lot of people got also caught Corona um, just before the lockdown here in London. And um, we were a week later, and uh, you know there was all sorts. We were looking at, of course, doing it then behind closed doors before all, all the stuff with behind closed doors boxing kicked off. And in the end, it was just too much. You know, with our whole setup around the WBSS of the whole, you know, the rigging coming in, the you know, it's, you know, the, the circular lights and all that, you know, all that spectacular show that we were putting on in Riga with the sold-out crowd. It was, you know, it was gutty. It was truly going, but you know, it was at the end of the day. It, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, a lot worse off um, than people in, in boxing at the moment. So you can only sort of, sort of try and make it, you know, relative to other issues. And um, we cracked on with it. We postponed it first. I think was it to May, and um, in May, obviously, we sort of still wasn't possible. So you know, and then we, you know went off and did our homework on where to put it um, and we ended up in the Plaza Media Studios which is, uh, if you don't know it and you might not need to know it but um, you'll know it from Saturday, it's, it's one of the best film studios in, in, uh, in Europe so you know Germans are renowned for their technology uh, but also the way that they've handled the corona crisis so far uh, was for us the most impressive of of places to take it to, so you know, and it was also a question of, you know, the legislation um, in Germany allowed us to bring in uh, doors across without a quarantine. Um, you know, you had to, you know, show the correct uh, Corona tests him and his team before they flew, when they landed, being tested all week. It's a bit different to to what you see in the UK. Like I was, you know, very impressed with the with the matchroom fight camp bubble. You know, even the karaoke sessions look fun. Um, yeah, but that, but that looked like good fun. I was a bit envious of the partying going on there. That would look good. But uh, but it was a good joke in itself. It was a good setup. You know, Germany's a very different approach to it. It's much more almost separate bubbles for the teams, so they don't want you all together. So it's uh, vigorous testing, of course, as well. But it's a it's a different different a very different setup. So you know. Could argue which one's better. I'm not a scientist, you know. But uh, main thing is there's a show on Saturday, so counting the days now till till we're there. You know, it feels like the longest fight ever to have to put on because it really has been a, a journey over the last few months of ups and downs and waiting on things. We discussed this in lockdown. Waiting on things that you know we can't we can't control. You know, so it's not like fighters injured or this that and the other no it's a sign that we simply can't control so the news about this weekend came about last week that it has wound up on sky sports which is brilliant we were yeah, kind of I mean, waiting to see what was going to happen with it it is going to be on sky sports 
uh, this Saturday. So that was a, a good coup for the for the UK fight fans. Yeah, I mean, the other two finals were on there as well. So, you know, we knew it a little while ago, but it was uh, it was an important announcement that they made last week with all, and it's a, they've got a great uh, Ultimate Boxing on, on Sky Sports, and we're very happy to be part of that. So, um, no, it was obviously important that to, to have that that platform in the UK and you know listen an event like that at the moment especially you know comes out so you know it should shine you know I mean you know say should any boxing anything can happen we've we've seen like again the Taylor progress that the Inui Don Air we've seen the Usic Breeders we've seen you know Groves Eubank um, the, the sort of fights it throws up, the uh, you know Gassiev versus Dorsikos as well was an absolute cracker. If you haven't seen that, go and have a look at that. And um, and I'm just hoping that you know uh, the boxing gods are with us on Saturday and we see a, a good clean fight and uh, and two uh, gladiators coming out healthy on the other side with uh, with uh, you know 36 minutes potentially of cracking action that we'll look forward to looking back to in years to come. You, you must be pleased that you're going to get a bit of closure by the weekend on this because it has, from yeah. your own thought of your own, dragged yeah. out for so oh, of long. Course, so. Of course, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 and like I said before, it's very different to other fights that were planned before. Okay, so you could always chop and change, but you couldn't chop and change the final. You know, if it was, you know, Breedy's daughter, of course, outside the tournaments, you know, it's still a great fight. You know. Um, tournament adds that magic and storyline but it was still a great fight but you were going Breedis would have probably fought by now against another European opponent Dorsigos would have probably fought by now in the States against another American opponent you know he's Cuban but, but American based so you can but this was a fixed dynamic which we couldn't change which is great we didn't want to change it you know because it's the fight one against two and that's what you know that's what you want to see in boxing at the end of the day. You want to see them one against the two. You know, I mean, you know, that's what we set out to do. That's what we've been doing. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see the magic again on Saturday. Can you give us any inkling of what will happen after Saturday in regards to WBSS? Season three. Um, yeah, I mean, it's no secret we were planning the announcement before, before, the, before the final in... Uh, in, uh, in March, you know, was, was planned for a few weeks after that. We were pretty close on the weights, you know. I, I, I publicly said the five, six weights, which we would have whittled down to two or three, um, depending on what weights they were. Um, you know, be vague, aren't they? <laughs> Very vague. Very be vague. more specific. No, but Come to, on. Be, to be, to, we know that we've, we, we're not going to start this year, obviously. So it's, you know, it's a three-month process from the time of announcement. You know, I mean, it takes three months to, to have the draw for the first fight, etc. So, look for look for something that starts uh, at the early part of next year. The weights, you know, and there we have had a few different things happening in lockdown that we've looked at. You know, obviously, you know, looked at the, for example, the Didion White Povetkin fight, sort of opened up a little bit for me prospect of potentially looking at those heavyweights again you know um, it looks like they've got the business done um, with uh, Fury and Wilder for next year so it's 
you know, t t can they get those two fights in in a year? I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely be 12 months between the fights, or 10, 10 to 12 months between the fights, I would imagine. Big, big fights, you know, you want to promote those properly. And I just feel that maybe that's the right timing to go out with a heavyweight WBSS with an amazing list of fighters behind those two, you know? Um, so that's definitely on the list. You look at the, the middleweights for me have uh, certainly, certainly become spicy. You look at the flies, the super flies, which I said before, before lockdown as well, still love that. I don't even think you necessarily need to go one or the other. You go for, go for both and, and make a, a catch weight solution. Um, the light heavies is a little bit more complicated to make, and, you know, but it is one that we look at, we, we've certainly got on the list as well. Um, so I think you know we, we're further than we're further than we we should almost be at this point because right now it's it's all about Saturday. But um, you know we've been very very busy on on that front, and it's uh, it's something that you know we, we've. We've thrown a few curveballs before, you know, I talked about the female weights, you know, and like before I was looking at the females, I was thinking welter. Around the welter, you make a catch weight. <coughs> now you look at the super feathers, the feathers, you know, around there. So two, two potentially interesting female weight classes. Amazing that you can even say that these days. There's two, you know, where the depth is, it's not just about one one lady fire, it's, it's about the depth of talent, you know, so, um, that makes my job a lot easier because what I do is I, I put those those options together. That gets presented to the board, um, and then they you know they say that's the one we're going to go for. So uh, very far on that. Okay, but I mean before any of this, obviously, it is all about Saturday. So. Yeah, it, it is. But at the same time. Saturday's done and signed and sealed since, mm. since a long, long time. <laughs> it was about the date, yeah. So it's not. It it is for the spectator, but for for me, no, no. no of course, not, the cogs are moving for season three right now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we won't hear so, anything before Saturday. So no, no, no. And and it, and it will be. It will still be a while after Saturday because before you announce in boxing, you need to sign things up. I'm not saying you need to sign all eight in the weight class. Yeah, you can announce and then. You know, come with the announcements afterwards as well. But you need to have two or three secured. You know, but those were done before lockdown, so you know, it shouldn't take as long as uh, as long as it can take. You know, um, I think also our our setup as a tournament gives us certain advantages. Should there be issues with bringing crowds back next year, you know, I mean, I think we'll see some crowds back this year, but you know, numbers, you know. And uh, you know it's very, very dangerous to banter around. Numbers are soaring, and things you want to analyse those numbers a bit. And you know that, that's that's not my job, you know. But it, what does certainly seem to be certainly seems to be some sort of a rise again. Um, people have this opinion, that opinion. We're not here to talk about Corona testing and things like that. But ultimately, the only thing that interests me when it comes to the business of it is do we have crowds back or not, you know? And that's not our decision to make, you know. Uh, so we'll have to look at that. But that, from that point of view, we're set up very well as a tournament to adapt to that next year. So that's something else that we've been working on. So that should there be another 
lockdown scenario, whatever it is, um, or not the ability to bring back, back big crowds straight away, we have a, we have a we have a model where we can uh, where we can perform that in a way. Although Saturday's obviously a huge event, it's also a little bit for us to look at look at how that how our setup works on Saturday behind closed doors. Look forward to it. So make sure you tune in this Saturday time start. We've always got our ten o'clock uh, UK walk time, you know. So um, good, good, good little it's a small undercard. We're, we're restricted locally of what, what what we can do. See some great future German talents on there. You've got Sophie Alish, this uh, Wunderkind, this uh, eighteen-year-old female fighter. I mean, she really is something sensational. You've got Leon Bunn. Uh, also, I think number five in the IBF light heavy, very very good talent um, fighting on the card. You've got Dennis Radovan in a in a Europe IBF Europe fight. Uh, he's also I think top ten IBF um, at middleweight. So you know it's going to be uh, it's going to be a, a nice evening of boxing. But of course the the, the big one, Brutus Dorsikos. Yeah, yeah. We look forward to it. Um, as we like to always do with you is talk about subjects that have happened. We'll, yeah. we'll go back to kind of that, what you were talking about with Povetkin and, and Dillian I've got my de defensive position on. You've seen that, viewers? When Coogan talks like this, I, I always cross my arms. I always think, like, Brace yourself. what the F is coming next? Were you shocked about... <laughs> hey, it is only five floors up. I jump. What was I shocked? Well, who's coming? <laughs> what was I shocked? I don't know what's going on here. You're gassed on your yeah. gaffed out yeah. a minute. But I we'll am. I am. We'll I'm still buzzing. I'm still buzzing. Uh, were, were you shocked by Povetkin's win over Dillian White? I thought you were going to say, were you shocked that Gareth Bale uh, resigned? Everyone's shocked uh, about that, mate. Don't no, worry about no, that. No, no, no. He, Gareth Bale shocked himself. Um, but um, was I shocked? No, I wasn't shocked. And I, I mean. Didion has been um, rolling the dice for a while now, you know, and, and credit to him, you know, what a fighter. To go in as a mandatory, to go in and roll the dice, for me, three times in a row, right? I'm going to leave the Del Boy fight out for the moment because that was a, one of two I thought, I thought Del Boy picked the first one, so I thought the rematch was, you know, was obviously clear for, clear for Didion in the, in the rematch, but... That was a little bit different. Let's just take the Rivas, the Park, and the Povetkin fight. They are 50-50 fights yeah? at heavyweight. You know, there's, there's no well, give me aims, the slight favourite, and all that. Obviously, that that at that level, you know, at that level, those were 50-50s. Now, not gambling, man. If I toss a coin three times. <laughs> It's very, very unlikely I'm going to get. I'm going to call it right through all three times, and you know, sorry, shit happens. You know, from Dini's point of view, you know, it's a bit fair, fair play to him. Straight on with a with a rematch. Um, you know, you're going to have a lot of people saying, yeah, but what the rematch? What, what straight away you should have a tune up? You know, yeah, right, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so just that you know, have a tune up on some undercard, or, you know, forget, forget, or, or box on pay per view in the rematch and clear your name, so to speak, straight away. Yeah, let me have a long hard think about that. Yeah, um, right, okay, no, leave the arguments. I mean, you know, he's he's earned the rematch on the fact that he's gone into a 50 50, 
in a fight where he should have been boxing a tune-up and not a 50-50. You know, that's, that's, that's the whole ironic thing about it. He should never have been in the ring with, with those people. He should have been sitting indoors, you know, watching boxing, having an occasional tune-up here and there and waiting for a shot. That is the rule of boxing. He was lucky enough, and then I can see the knives coming out now. Yeah, well, it's Hearn and, you know, he's got Joshua, so he couldn't get the fight. Yep. On paper, you'd say, why didn't Eddie throw the book at, throw the book at the situation, get lawyers on it, and 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 plead the case? Okay, but on the other hand, Didion has been turned into in that time into a pay-per-view player, not a not you know not a co-feature. He's headlining pay-per-view events on a regular basis, so it's a bizarre situation. You know, I get him for doing it. You know, the oldest rule in the book, I was, you know, taught years and years ago, but Mickey Duff, you know, it was, it was the first time I ever heard it. You know, when I'm going back, like, when I was a kid, like, it was a Sunday lunch sort of educational with, with uh, Mickey Duff. He was a big promoter in the 80s for you younger viewers and 70s. Um, and, and, you know, <laughs> but that's the rule. It's the golden rule. But, given the circumstances, you know, AJ's agent. Oh, the choppers oh. coming in. It's the choppers coming. We might have to just jump inside for a second here. Um, it's like landing here. <laughs> it's just coming over us now. Oh, I've got to cover Cook. Um, so I'm Pablo landing. So, anyway, so, 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 he's thought, I think they were all, Parker was a pay per view. All pay per views. So, my argument is taken away. I get, you know, and you know, he believes in himself. He, yeah, that's credit to him. He, and by the way, we, we've seen some great fights out of it. So, you know, um, yeah, it went wrong. It, you know, now he's got the chance to put it right. Was I surprised going back to that? No. Povetkin was the first professional boxer I signed in 2005 and came fresh out of the Olympics. It made his CV, yeah. His CV is one of the best yeah. in boxing, heavyweight yeah. boxing. It is. Uh, you, I don't can't think of a active fighter. I'm talking even like Lomachenko, people like this. I don't think they've got his credentials. I, 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 I know Lomachenko's got that outstanding number of fights. Povetkin, as a kid, was winning. European World Championships in kickboxing. Then he went on to be a pro when he, you know, he, uh, uh, amateur boxer, obviously Olympic champion, world champion, European champion. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's uh, there's nothing that he hasn't done. So, you know, was I surprised? No, I wasn't. You know, does he rely on something that fades with age? Now people say, oh, he relies on speed. He, he does and doesn't. He, he relies on a movement, and that movement he's had since he's 12 years old. Yeah? It's, it's, you know, it's that, that slip and that, and, and I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it could happen. It, it, it certainly could happen again, because he knows how to, he's, he has that perfected. And you can train, not for eight weeks, you can train for eight years waiting for that shot, and he can still pull it on you. It's a split second, you know, you've got to think 36 minutes and 
that move, that shot, you know, people forget. Go back, look at the first round against Joshua. Yeah, that first round was, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly got Joshua moments in that fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happens in the rematch? Are you convinced that he can put it right? It's a 50-50. Like this, this, it could be a complete deja vu. Um, Didion also could could finish what he started in the round before, and then was it the fourth? Yeah. fourth. Yeah. For me, by the way, Povetkin wasn't as hurt as people thought in that round. Povetkin goes down. He's done it his whole career. Look at the click. Look at the look at the. Um, I've seen it in training. I've seen it. So he's one of them fighters. Goes down. Was he hurt? The way I saw it, of course he was hurt. You know, he's on the floor. You know, of course he was hurt. But. Was he finished? No, 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 he certainly weren't finished. You know, I think Klitschko had him down four or five times and he was fighting till the last round. So he is an absolute warrior. Yeah. So is Didion. So I'll, I'll happily, if I or were not able to watch it live, I'm happy to give my 20 quid for it. You know, no, that's, that's a good, that's, it's two proper, proper heavyweights, you know, and, and, Top, top level, top level. So, yeah, it's a great fight. And do I think it can happen again? Absolutely. It's not about lightning striking twice either. It wasn't luck. You know, that's what people are going to say. It wasn't some lucky punch. Yeah? If that was a lucky punch, well, he's, <laughs> you know, he's been certainly having a lot of luck in his whole career since the last 25 odd years that he's been in. You know, been more than older, you know, yeah, 28 years, whatever it is, he's been fighting. Yeah? So, it's not luck, yeah? It happens, it's heavyweight boxing. That's why it's a division where you, where you have that expert, don't blink, you might miss it. Well, actually, I was watching it, I was watching on my iPad, in, in, uh, I was in bed, and uh, I was watching on the iPad, and actually I did blink, and I was, just, I was doing, a, I was writing some of the, it was a friend of mine I was talking about a fight, and in that second, he's going to be Povetkin's gone. And I'm writing back to him, no, he ain't. <laughs> and in that second, I just saw I just saw commotion on the sort of the corner of my eye and, and I thought it was Povetkin who was down and then uh, I looked at it and thought, what a, I mean, great strike. It was on the sweet spot, you know? But um, can it happen again? Absolutely. Can Didion do it? Absolutely. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really interesting fight. The part will play a big part there as well. You know, like I said, Didion definitely needs to take it now, but it is, it is very short after after that, but there's only one way and that's through the fire. Yeah. How much, are people, sorry, I'll rephrase that question. Are people underestimating Kubrat Pulev going into the Joshua fight, in your no, opinion? No, no, so, I mean, we released Pulev two years ago and, um, at the time, I didn't think he would actually do this fight. What we get up to this fight, but for me, he's, he's yeah, it's it's a perfect fight for AJ. Let's put it that way. You know, it's a, it's a it's a nice sort of, and it, it I don't want to make it sound horrible, but it's a nice tune-up for him. You know, it's I mean, he won't overlook it. You know, Rob is one of the best trainers on the planet, and AJ's shown us now he's a real professional. Won't overlook it. Won't overlook it, and that's the problem. <laughs> if he, it would be a dangerous fight 
if he was already thinking next year. He's not. He's not overlooking this one second, you know. But it's not Pulev from a couple of years ago. Pulev, for me, after the, after the Klitschko fight, he changed. He changed as a as a, as a fighter. He'd lost a lot in the ring that night. I mean, that was one of Klitschko's finest hours because Pulev was a very good fighter. He still, it is a very good fighter. I just think it's a wrong part of the career for him. And then the other piece to the heavyweight jigsaw for this year um, is the Fury Wilder fight, which yeah. potentially could take place on December 19th. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think. I, I don't. I think they're talking about. I've talking about Vegas. I saw the stadium in Vegas. Talking about all different venues and it. Oh yeah, at the end of the day, in February, uh, what was February? Was it yeah, February? February? Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, it was game over. Wilder. Wilder will talk up his chances now again. For me, I've said it before. I say it again. Tyson Fury is is a boxing genius. So he comes from a line of fighting of a fighting families fighting ancestry um, you know, I don't know he's, he's, he knows the game in and out and you saw the change that he made now of course credit to the trainers also Ben Davison and you know Sugar Hill they've both done great jobs with him but I'm not taking anything away from them but Tyson he knows this sport in and out. He he had it like like uh, his old man said. He had it in the sack, right? You know, it was he came out. You know, it was produced by fighting sperm, right? So this this guy is is up here a boxing genius, and you see the tactical change. It wasn't a big change. It was a relatively simple change. Put him on the back foot, yeah. I mean, you know, and I hate to say it again, Coog, I think I've said it before on the show. I called it. I called the round. I called the shot. I called the knockdown. So I knew it before. I knew he would I knew he would have that game plan for him. I still think Wilder incredible puncher. What I the reason that I thought that Tyson could do that was the fight before um or Ortiz in the fight before and he was just waiting he was waiting for that one punch you know and he looked terrible and then boom and I'm just thinking you know that's not enough not at that level not where Tyson was going to take him to and uh, you know he proved, proved me right um, and um, I don't see that changing because I don't see, I don't think that Tyson will change much because he ta it's, he does the one thing that takes away Deontay's biggest asset, and they, I mean it's a huge asset. Let's get it right. I mean, you know, um, he could knock him out, in a, in a, in, you know, with, with one punch, one of those punches. But he doesn't let him fire, and I just think that he's got, he's got his number, you know. I do like John C. Wilder. And, uh, why is he, why, why is he gone quiet? Do you think he's gone quiet since? I think I, 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 I would hope as a fan of we're hoping to see a good fight. I hope he's quiet because he was talking a load of nonsense after the fight. I mean, things I, I, you know, I think everyone was, you know, and I don't know whether he did it almost to get hype, as a bit of hype. I mean, it was so mad some of the things. I saw some of the videos. I just 
look great, and he's a, he's a, actually when you meet him, he's actually a nice fella. You know? But it was it was some odd excuses coming out. There was you know a lot of finger pointing with the corner and all this here, and that wasn't good to see. You know, it was yeah, it wasn't good to see. I mean, the whole excuse about the outfit. I mean, do me a favour. Yeah. I mean, come on, pull the other leg. One of his sparring partners, Junior Farr, come out recently in an article with Sky Sports and and said that his bicep was injured. Yeah, prior uh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. I don't think he's come out recently no, and said no, that. No, exactly, but, but that sounds like something. Yeah, but that's something. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I've done it before as well. So, so you know, I'm telling you, you won't teach me a new trick on those ones. I tell you, that that's brilliant. Uh, it's a pretty <laughs> state of the spine. Oh, I just remember <laughs> six months ago you had a bicep injury. Well, where the fuck you been the last? Where you been all my life? You know, I mean, do me a thing. Come on. I mean, no, seriously. Like, <laughs> like, I, nah, I just remembered it now, brother. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you can wind me up, you know. Now there's some shit talked in it. That's too much lockdown, man. Uh, maybe it's the wearing the mask too much, lack of oxygen to the brain. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but that is <laughs> that even being sexually. So I've got to keep a state face for a minute. Um, <laughs> that beats for me. Even the outfit, uh, you know, the excuse. What was it? Hundred kilos. <laughs> the trek into the ring. You know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, the shit they come out with sometimes, it's, it's hysterical, but ultimately, you know, you can talk out, I don't, but I think that Deontay though, it has gone quiet and that is a positive sign for him. I do think that he's focusing on the fight, which he should do because he got outclassed. So he's got to do a lot of changes and a lot of thinking. You know, you can't change that much as a fighter. You've got to think what, how I can adapt my assets. And you're not going to suddenly gain, you know, overnight um, a, amazing left hook to the body. You know, this, you know, his his assets are what his assets are, and he's got to, you know, use those assets. And that's where that's where Tyson Fury for me. That's where he why is the currently the best heavyweight because he takes the assets and by the way his assets might not be as good as someone's uh, others in, in in certain parts of you know certain components of those assets but what he does is he knows he might stand there and say oh, I'm the best at ever doing everything and everything but he knows where he's strong he knows where he's weak and he plays to his strengths and he does that he does that better than anyone else well we're in Back in the September now, so there's still a lot of twists and turns. Everything's not going to go how we assume it to go. Yeah. I don't even know what people assume these kind of three fights that we're talking about for the rest of the year in the heavyweight division to go. Yeah. You know, it's like, but that, but that is why when I, when I was saying about the WBSS season three, that's why the heavyweights suddenly do become quite interesting. Yeah? Because the twists and turns, let's say them two fights are made, two fight deal. Imagine the twists and turns between the first fight. Whatever happens in the first fight, yeah. <laughs> the twists and turns between, you know, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of playmakers outside the ring involved there as well, you know. So we aren't exactly sweet with each other. So just, <laughs> you know, it's going to be terrific. So you know, it's um, 
you know, so that's why, you know, I mean, and you look at that, the other heavyweights in division, you know, look at the ones coming through now, you know, we talked about Didion and obviously Povetkin, but um, look at the ones coming through, Hergovic, you know, we talked a lot about him, he's, he's got a fight this weekend and he's fighting back in, in November as well, you look at um, Joyce, you know, and Dubois, yeah. you know, Joyce Dubois, is that, when's that, is that supposed to be happening now, October 20 um, something, isn't it? It's in October, but, but the situation, I mean, you just don't know what the... What kind of, you know, yeah, but there are, there are, I mean, I'm not in my business, but what I, it's clear that that fight needs a crowd somehow to be made. Mm -hmm. But I then ask myself, what's the difference then between like White Povetkin? They've said that's going ahead. It's hopefully with a crowd, but if not, it's still going ahead. That was that was what mm -hmm. was said. So I can't work out. Is it because White? Um, is, is happy then to take less money, which is would be a big credit to White. Um, I'm, I'm, Beckham, I'm assuming he's on, probably on a fix because it's a rematch, so you get a fixed purse. But once again, I'm assuming. But then why can't why can't Joyce Dubois then take place? But I, I understand, I know, and I I've seen Frank talk about. It, and I totally agree with Frank. I'd be ideal with a crowd, but you know that fight also with everyone. Well, maybe I'm just. I'm just being a fan on this and 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 saying how much yeah, I, I would love to see, it. I want to see it. It deserves a crowd. But, but the question is, yeah. what what are they uh, what they're waiting for? <laughs> you know, so you know, I get get the, the, the you know the, the money that comes in from the crowds. I'm, get, I'm roughly guessing what that gate would be. You know, let that be. Where's it supposed to be? What, what arena? It was originally at the O2. Okay, million and a half. Right, it's a lot of money, but it's. Still, a good pay-per-view fight. You know, no one would argue that it's not pay-per-view fight. So yeah, you're gonna have to share the ticket. You know, or the, the the cost three ways or however you do it with a promoter. But still, a fight. I, I think that, that would be a shame if that don't get made this year because I think Dubois come on. I think Joyce needs to find out. You know, we need to all find out where where Joe really is. And that's a, that's a great fight. You know, so I'm hoping as a fan that gets made this year. Mm. And it's other, there's other good heavyweights coming through as well, you know. I think that Effie Jagma in, uh, in, in, in he's had a few wobbles, but looks a bit of a beast as well, you know. So there's, uh, you know, some interesting uh, Bacoli is interesting as well. There's a, there's a, there's some good, and I'm, I'm missing out. Like, I mean, I'm missing out. Alan Babbage. Yeah, I yeah, Babbage, Babbage, yeah, character. Vigorously character. calling out. Yeah, I, th I, think a bit of, I think it's a bit of a wind-up, isn't it? You know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I to say I don't think it is from Babbage's yeah, point I, of view. Yeah, but I mean, it's... No, the realistic chance of I mean, happening anytime soon is probably slim, but I don't think Babbage yeah. is, like, on the wind-up with it. You really? No, I don't well, think so. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, or maybe if he fights a couple of people, you know, somewhere gets himself a wall ranking, then you can look at it, you know? I mean... But at the end of the day, Phillips out this weekend. He's going to tune up. He hasn't had a fight at all, so put, put him on in Denmark. It is, hope should in boxing. You never know. Should be a, should be just a run out. But then, of course, you know it gets. Uh, he's back. I think uh, end of October um, in the states. And then yeah, bring on the Babbage fight. No, I mean on a serious note, we we trying to move push through. He's he's not, he's breaking the top five now. You know, so, but it's you know there are a lot of and, and and good luck to Babbage, by the way. I hope I hope 
I, I wish him, you know, he doesn't have to focus just on Hergovic, though. There are other fighters maybe on the way up there, you know. Um, you know, and then good luck to him. Let him fight, you know. Fight Dave Allen, you know. Good fight. Yeah. Tom Little's been linked. Tom Little, yeah. Tom, oh, Little, yeah. Tom Little, yeah. Tom Little, you know. But those sort of fights first. But I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I could spell anyone he's beaten so far. So, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, he's a, didn't he say he was a bouncer in Havar, you know, in the, the Croatian island. I mean, it's good that he's boxing, but you know, there is sort of steps, you know. And he seems like a good fella. So, you know, go out and do your thing, you know. But uh, you know, you don't sort of step up and say, you know, I've kicked a ball a few times and now I want to play Premier League, you know, you sort of you sort of have to qualify a little bit, you know. But it's good, isn't it? At the end of the day it's banter, you know, it gets his name mentioned and it's it's good, you know. That's cool. Okay. Well Kala, I appreciate your time. It's been uh, rather entertaining and insightful as always. Um good luck, hope everything goes well this weekend. Yeah, thank you, thank and, you. Uh, and uh, I'm sure everyone will be tuning in. I'm, I'm looking forward to some proper boxing, and um, yeah, it's just it's good to be back. Yeah, you look like you're ready to go and have a. No, I'm just thinking about this. Oh, thinking right, right. But I'll leave uh, you on that one. On that, note, on that note, on that note, Callum Salmon, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV, and uh, yeah, we'll grab a word of you hopefully after Saturday night. We will. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Struggling with debt, bills, loans, credit cards. Need a way out? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters.